Hello, Hi. friends. Was that the wrong Ooh. intro? Did I? Um, I don't know. It looked, mm. looked good, though. Right. I thought it was fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're Hi, live. <laughs> We're going to win awards for that. <laughs> hey, welcome, everybody, to our 2023 Oscar show, Oscar Predictions. And it's great to have Jeff McCarty with us, a longtime Cinemondo friend. Uh, thanks, Jeff, for popping on to, to chat about uh, this year's Oscar nominees. Jeff is a film restorer at Paramount and a filmmaker, and uh, he's uh, you know a huge film fan. I mean, I think he knows so much about uh, the history of movies, and so he's always his opinion is always uh, greatly um, uh, welcomed welcomed here. So thanks for coming on and. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It, you know, we could go on and on about every single, you know, uh, category. We're not going to do that. We'll focus on the big ones and we'll talk, bring in our opinions about, you know, what we thought about the best picture and best actor and maybe some sprinkle in some other stuff along the way. So um, should we start with uh, what best supporting actor? Is that a good place to yeah, kind of sure. That's a good place to start for that one. But let's find out. All right. <laughs> this will be an interesting discussion. All right. So we're going to show the uh, actual Academy site. We're going to scroll down. To, did I miss it? Best ad here. Supporting yeah, actor. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. So let's read them off. So we've we got, got Brendan Gleeson from the Banshees. We've got Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway, Judd Hirsch from the Fablemans, Barry Keon from the uh, Banshees, and of course I can't pronounce the last part of it, and uh, Ki Hu Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. Uh, yes. So let me, I'll start first. I have not seen Causeway, so I can't talk about Brian Tyree Henry's um, uh, performance, but I'm going to go here with just kind of a sentimental one. I think Judd Hirsch in the Fablemans, although only in it for about maybe 10 or 15 minutes, one scene, in many ways steals the picture. And some of the wow. stuff he says in the oh. film is really the heart. Uh, like he has a one line in there that goes to the movie. Like he says to uh, the young Steven wow. Spielberg character, art will break your heart. And I think <laughs> um, that is the movie. That is... Yeah. In essence, it is. So I, I, I'm the sentimental going to pick Judd Hirsch on that. I'm going with my heart on that one. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? What's yours? What's your take? Yeah. On it? Um, so let's see those. I've seen all of them except. Wait, so what's Causeway? I, I haven't seen that film. I, oh, it was the Jennifer Lawrence was an Apple TV movie. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, that was the only one I was like, just didn't ring any bells whatsoever. <laughs> uh, you can see why they brought me on. I'm quite the expert. No, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'd, I'd probably agree with you only because I love Fableman so much. It's actually my favorite of you know the, the best picture nominees. So I'd probably go with Judd Hirsch as well. I agree with Mark your assessment on that. Um, uh, I also really liked uh, uh, Brendan. What's his name? Gleason. Gleason and Gleason and Banshees. I thought um, his performance was actually pretty moving. Um, and then yeah. uh, the other kid was good. Uh, I love Short Round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good to see him again. He's like an old friend, you know. Yeah. Honestly, I would give him an award just for his speech at the Golden Globes. See, that's that, yeah, that swayed me actually. Really, 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 really moving. Um, yeah, that's why I'm supporting him. Might have been the best performance of the year, actually. So good. I know. I love his history. I love that he's connected yeah. to Spielberg. I like. Yeah. Because he was originally in Indiana Jones, and then he just didn't do anything after that. Then he came back and did this, and I was like, I got to vote. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just this whole thing about he thought he'd never work again, and then he got this role, which has totally propelled him. And he seems like such a sweet guy. I just, yeah. Literally. Yeah. You just I'm like actually, him. And... Judd Hirsch is probably my favorite, but I'm, I'm happy yeah. if he wins. Just just to hear him give another beautiful speech. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 for him. That's who's on my list. Yeah. The Ki Hoi Kwan, as I used to say, Ki Hoi Kwan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just, I thought, in the middle of the chaos of that movie, he really anchored it, and it was really yeah. hard. I think if you're an actor to break through the the chaos of that film and the effects, yeah. Yeah, and true. against Michelle Yeoh, like holy shit. So the yeah. fact he even like was able to like become this sort of grounding force in that film, like that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. He's an actor surrounded by so many great yeah. actors. So he's on. He's the one I'm voting for. <laughs> Yeah, he really was the anchor on that, and I think yeah. I think it it really showed something that we don't that sadly we don't see very often, and it's a it's a a child star who was huge in their childhood, um, actually being able to carry something in their adulthood. You know that you see yeah. so many kids stars, and then they go they go 
something goes really wrong and it's it's always kind of like cringy to see him grown up you know but he's not he's like oh he's he still kind of has the quality that he had when um, when he was from, a kid. From 40 years ago i mean he's still it, got it, that kind of childlike yeah you know that that he really cool energy so. that he yeah. always had yeah. i saw a mm-hmm. total continuum and who he was as a child star yeah who he is now i mean it was like very little time had passed a lot of way. I'm not trying to, you know, infantilize him, but yeah. right. No, it's, it's, it's but, a, yeah. it's a, it's a personal quality that he's got that you just, mm-hmm. it's that likability, you know, you liked him when he was a kid and you're There's like, Oh, I still like him. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no. I, I loved him in Temple of Doom. I thought he was great. He was yeah. Like on it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and Goonies, both of those films. So yeah, it was a, it's a treat to see him kind of back and having a moment. Yeah. Yeah, and so, Judd Hirsch. Just who do you love more than Judd Hirsch? You know, and uh, he's just been there forever and always good. And and uh, Brendan Gleeson is always good. I have I have not seen either of those films oh, yeah, that the they're dancers. nominated for, but I just like them as uh, actors. And they, you know, that anything they do, I think, is going to have a certain quality. So agreed. I mean, they're we'll all talk about Banshees later. Um, uh, what was the fifth movie on there? There was a fifth uh, person nominated. Uh, oh, it was uh, Barry Keown from Banshees. So it was two from Banshees. Two from Banshees, yeah. Judd Hirsch. Um, Barry Keown. Uh, Ki- Kwan and uh, Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway. So those oh, are right, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Causeway. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we kind of have a split decision on that for be- Best Supporting yep. Actor. How about Best Supporting Actress? Okay. Let's, Let's bring it up. What do we got? Okay. So, so we've got Kate Blanchett. Oh, that's sorry. That's actress. Uh, actress supporting, supporting role. Sorry, Angela Bassett from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow from The Whale. Carrie Condon from The Banshees. Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything. And Stephanie Sue from Everything. All right. All right. Uh, Kathy, we'll start with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, um, I feel like, Banshees is probably not going to win much of anything else uh-huh. besides this. So I wanted to put, I, I'm just, this is me just thinking about it. <laughs> just like, but since I wanted to win something, I feel like giving this the best supporting actor since she was amazing would be the way to go with this film. It's a really nice nod. And again, that gives it like the Academy has some sort of hive mind that they think about these things. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they all know people know this how it works. Each category, mostly people just vote for that category who are have been nominated in that category. So yeah. um supporting actresses vote, you know, supporting actresses, editors vote for editors. Everyone votes for best picture. But I just feel like that I'd like to see someone a little bit less uh famous <laughs> win it. So I'm yeah. kind of putting my I'm putting a vote in for her. It's probably a long shot, but you know, I probably overthought it. But is that her Angela, ba- Angela Bassett because she's so fierce you know so but well um, that was my vote well I'll, I'll go second I, I'm pulling for her also I oh, thought okay. she was great in it and she probably is a long shot I liked her in Better Call yeah. Saul as Mike Ehrmantraut's uh, mm-hmm. uh, daughter or daughter-in-law right. That's right. Um, and she's just a really quality actress I think Jamie Lee Curtis has a lot of buzz you know as, as everything has so I think maybe she will probably win it but I'm pulling for Carrie Condon also yeah how about um, you, Jeff? I uh, I also think Jamie Lee Curtis is going to win because she has all the buzz. Um, she does have a lot of buzz. Um, that's not who I would choose, though. I, it's funny. I hadn't thought about these particular categories until just now. So I'm just now trying to pick the best performance. <laughs> but that's um, good. You're shooting from the gut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just, just to be a little different. I mean, I also thought she was great in, in Banshees. Um, but I also liked um, the, the woman who played the nurse in The Whale. I thought she was... A lot of ways, as yeah. much the of that film yeah. as Brendan Fraser's performance, um, and she's not been talked about a lot as well. Yeah. So I, I might give her a little nod. All right, okay. We're gonna hold you to that. Whatever. I don't know if you're aware of the rules. When you lose a category, you have to pay us a hundred dollars. I didn't know if that was really we told you that up front or not. For each category, <laughs> and we have your we have your each wrong uh, answer. Well, we have we have your route number and account number. Just well, yeah, because yeah, remember I won the Oscar pool a few years ago. So that's right. Yeah, revenge here. That's why the stakes are still high yeah. this time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. the only one I wasn't really blown away by in that in that category. It's not that she's bad or anything. I just I mean I just didn't like the film kind of forever, and I thought she was just, the film was okay. Yeah, she's not doing her usual like I'm queen, hear me roar, I'm pissed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, right. 
you know, I just it, it didn't really knock me out at all. Um, I mean, it was it was again nothing against her. It's not bad, but I don't. Know. I just like seeing a queen yeah. on screen. Yeah, no, she's cool as a queen. <laughs> I thought when she, I don't want to ruin the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Burke, what, did you have? You have any yeah. thoughts on this one, Burke? I have not seen a lot of these, but I I like Carrie Condon in Better Call Saul, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say wow. yay for her. But I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if she was good in it or not. I sure, think she saw was. Jamie Lee Curtis nominated. Saw... No, Jamie Lee Curtis and, and uh, Stephanie Sue. Sue. I I saw them in that movie, and <laughs> to be honest, it was. I, I, I don't. I mean, I hate to say this, but it, but I felt like Jamie Lee Curtis is. I mean, I love her. She's great. She's always Jamie good. Curtis. She's got a, you know, she's got so much credibility with me. But it was a bit of a. It was the type of a character that was. I don't know. It was kind of a broad, um, c- comedic type Saturday Night Live skit type of a character. Yes. I'm sorry to say that, but it, is, um, it was a little over the top. It was over the top, and then the scenes. But then there's scenes where she sort of reduces it down and becomes a, a you know a breathing person there for a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, I like you said with the buzz going on about this movie, I just have a feeling people just love this movie so much. There's so much buzz about it. There's so much buzz about Jamie Lee Curtis, and, and you know the. The, the love, the friendship, the onset camaraderie, the directors of the film, they're, they're all celebrities too. Everybody loves them so much. I think this movie's going to mm-hmm. kind of sweep. That's my prediction. Yeah. So I yeah, think Jamie Lee Curtis probably. is probably going to get it. Yeah, over. I wouldn't call that a great performance, though. And there are, a lot of people who, uh, there are a lot of people who don't like the film. And it's, yeah. And I'm one of them. We'll talk about it later. But, yeah. uh, I've met just as many people. I mean, I've met people who love it, who saw it multiple times in the theaters, mm-hmm. people I respect. Um, and then I know a lot of people who I also respect, like myself, and lots of us, <laughs> who uh, just found it completely inscrutable. I, I just could not. Yeah. I, I'll talk about when we get to the Best Picture nominees. Okay. But to me, Jamie Lee Curtis's performance was just her with a post-it stapled to her head, running around acting yeah. nutty. Just like, I, I almost feel like they thought she was great because she looked so bad. You know, it's yeah, like, she oh, she's a great actor. She looks terrible. It's like, she's mm. disgusting to look at. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, and the more I think about it, maybe Carrie Condon, you know, she was the voice of Sandy and Banshees in a lot of ways. You know, she was the only character who had anything, any part of her life together yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and she and her love for her brother, but also her love for her own self, you know, just like making yeah. sure, you know, carving a life away from this crazy island i mean she she, she was good mm. okay. yeah so we'll see on that um okay moving uh, do we want to go to right into best actor or should we try uh you know a few other things um go for it whatever categories you want let's uh, do act uh, do you want to do best you know, the shorts. i've seen none, none of the short films. Uh, okay yeah, I the only short film I'm voting for is uh, and I would vote for with the Elephant Whispers because yeah, it was great. That, anything with elephants, number one, yeah, it's, it's a great little Indian film about these people rescue baby elephants, so they should win just because that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it isn't necessarily why they should win. Okay, so we should go to best actress. actor in a leading role. Best actor in a leading role. Yeah, we'll All do right, best here we go. This is a big one. one. It's oh, a yeah. big one. Let's do it. So yeah. there's um, Austin Butler in Elvis. There's Colin Farrell in Banshees. There's Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Paul Mescal in After Sun and Bill Nye in Living. Uh, I'll start first. I have not seen After Sun or Living. So I can't comment on Paul Mescal or Bill Nye. I wouldn't think they'd win anyway. They seem like long shots. Long shots. So I really loved all three of those performances. You know, Brendan Fraser was amazing. Um, Austin Butler was incredible. Colin Farrell. So it's a hard one for me, but I'm going to stick my original when I saw Elvis, although that movie is kind of all over the place. I think he brought the charisma that Elvis Presley It's like Burke has mentioned before. Yeah. If you do a movie on, about James Brown, you, you better, James Brown, the actor, better have that charisma, you know. And Austin Butler has the charisma yeah. to match Elvis, which is so hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know how you know. And Colin Farrell's amazing, Brendan Fraser amazing, and I'm kind of pulling for one of those two because I like all three of these performances. <laughs> so, but I'm thinking Austin Butler should win. That's my that's my take on that one. Hmm. I might agree with you. Um, I uh, of those f- 
five. And I just watched After Sun the other night, um, the Paul Mescal, and I love that film. I heard it's really good, like a coming of age. I think as a divorced dad who's like, there's a lot of um, the films about a dad and his daughter who go on a kind of cheap vacation together. Yeah, it doesn't seem that cheap, but it's apparently he has no money, but it's like a cheapy resort in Turkey. And it's all from the daughter's memory of trying to figure out what was wrong with her dad. He's like broke. He's depressed. Um, he's really sad about I mean, like having this estrangement and just really, really affected me. And he was definitely um, really fantastic and then kind of overlooked, I think, um, when it comes to those other heavy hitters like Brendan Fraser and yeah. so forth, who will probably, well, I don't know. I guess it's Brendan Fraser or Austin Butler is going to win, but. I, Elvis, yeah, the Boz Lerman, you know, as always, he bozzed out through the whole movie. And <laughs> yeah. it's totally insane, kind of a mess. And Tom Hanks is like almost unwatchable in the film. Oh, but, God. Yeah. But I mean, Austin Butler, I mean, he saved that entire picture, I thought. He did. And I, I was moved by his performance. I was totally mm-hmm. bought that he was Elvis. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to him, too. There's a yeah, scene we, at. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, we have a, we have a, someone commenting that that Baz Luhrmann's Elvis is very much like a, like a Bollywood movie. And the commenter used that term. That's, and I think it's accurate. So he's yeah. very inspired by Bollywood, but you know, yeah. what's interesting that I've noticed. I, I'm, I'm, I can't really say that I love them, but um, the movies that Elvis made when he, when he, you know, mm-hmm. dropped out of, uh, dropped out of rock and roll and decided to become a movie star, those are total Bollywood style <laughs> movies. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like romance and the super saturated colors and the dance and singing and all the stuff. You know, those are those are kind of proto Bollywood things. So it it fits in a way that the Elvis movie would have that kind of spirit. You know, of a. I mean, I think I haven't seen Elvis the movie that we're talking about but um if if people are saying that it's it you know i've i have seen baz lerman films so i kind of can kind of oh, yeah, you know oh you've seen elvis trust me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's There's kind a- of the vibe of elvis you know the whole He's las vegas elvis. thing everything yeah. was overblown and overdone and hyper real hyper realistic and well that's why it works because i think yeah. It, yeah. that subject matter works with baz lerman a baz lerman right. film and i also think going back to butler's performance you know, at the end of the movie the, it, it, towards the end of elvis's life like his last performance there's austin butler with the fat you know, makeup doing uh singing um uh that righteous brothers song playing the piano sweating and right. all this and they cut away to the audience and they cut back and it's real, the real Elvis, you yeah. know, they actually show yeah. the real clip of him. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you go, Oh my God. Yeah. Elvis looks different than Austin Butler. It, like he's so much yeah, over it. the character for two hours that I kind of forgot what Elvis looked like, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah. That's the, the great mark of doing that. I mean, I thought the same thing with Rami Malek and Freddie Mercury or Val mm-hmm. Kilmer and Jim Morrison. I mean, just like you forget what the guys actually look like. Yeah. Right. They become the guy. <laughs> they have them so well. And I knew that his performance was great when by near the end of the film, we sing goodbye to his family on that tarmac, you know, yeah. his, 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 his Priscilla and his daughter. And I was like really emotional watching that scene. And I was like, wow, he actually cut through all the Boslerman bullshit and actually is about like, bring out emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, huh. and I tell that completely to that actor. So for him to triumph like that in a Boslerman production, I think he gets an Oscar just for that. What yeah. do you think? What do you think, Kathy? What's your take on best actor? You know, I, I didn't love Elvis, um, I, but I'm going with Austin Butler because that opening, the opening scene where he's putting on that, you know, he has this pink suit on that for me, sold it completely. Like he's best yeah. actor done like so dynamic, so crazy. So like, so genuinely almost down to earth gritty, which I didn't expect a Boz Lerman film to feel kind of grounded. Right. But I loved how they took the big spectacle of Elvis and they showed you the behind the scenes and the struggle and what he's trying to do. And even like his comeback, a special where he's wearing the black, leather how right. much of a struggle it was to even yeah. get that made i had no idea about any of that um but i just thought you know i i wanted to i wanted to vote for brendan fraser because of all the buzz but i just i have trouble with too much makeup i just if it's a big suit or too much makeup yeah. i have a hard time yeah. thinking that's a good actor i mean i know he was great in it but awesome butler like you said he yeah. completely saved that elvis movie it could have been so cheesy it could have well, but yeah, and I, you know, again, not a huge fan of the movie. I don't think it's best picture, but I thought he's definitely best actor. 
if only they hadn't cut away so much to like Tom Hanks doing this like all the time. Like, oh God, he was the worst. I know. He's <laughs> one of the good job. You know, he always says yeah. just like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> what a mistake, you know, that was to do that. Um all right. Well, that's uh, Burke. Did you uh, chime in with best actor? No, I have. I have not seen um, any of these. But my prediction. I'm going to predict Burke, anyway. Get out the movies. <laughs> I know. I just don't. I don't. I don't really like movies. To be honest. Okay. Let's before we do more. You don't even have. We'll just do an overall blanket thing. Burke has not seen any of these movies, so but, make, he's making a prediction, but actually with psychic powers. So no, I'm making predictions valuable. based on what I read in social media. I do keep social up power. with the world and the way things, the waves and the patterns and the you know, the mathematical signals that I get from social media. And I put those things together <laughs> and that's how I make my decisions. <laughs> but, um, other people's opinions. Yeah. Other people's opinions and the <laughs> sort of a aggregation of other people's opinions that are, that are run through the shredder of social media. Right, right. And I reassemble them. You know, I take the strips of shredded opinions and I tape them together <laughs> with scotch tape and I hold them up and put them in an x-ray viewer. So what does your best actor say? um, Brendan Fraser has gotten so much buzz for that film. And people who play people who have physical problems, I'll put it that way, physical issues tend to generate a kind of general sympathy. And some people are going to say that being, you know, a heavy person like that is not a, it's not a, a, a problem, but in the film, what I hear is that it is presented as a problem. Like the very first time we see him in the film. Anyway, it's it's the kind of film where somebody it almost almost like Jamie Lee Curtis and everywhere where she's made herself look not yeah. desirable. I'll put it mm-hmm. that way. Um, those kind of roles tend to get noticed and people you know i can see i can see him winning for sure it's definitely those two it's those two. if anyone else wins i would be shocked yeah me too yeah Yeah. okay so colin farrell's always good you know yeah he was good that that was the first time i've ever no that's not true i I liked him in the batman movie earlier this year but yeah that was the first time he was in the batman movie he always kind of grossed me out in movies just just like a sleazy guy but like uh I really, yeah, I really did like him in this film a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I just thought Colin Farrell was just being Colin Farrell. I didn't see him being. I just thought I was watching him. <laughs> so. But okay, right, let's go to a uh, leading actress, actress uh, in a got, leading role. Yes, let's just all say it all at once because I mean, who else could it be? Well, <laughs> well let's, I'm gonna let's, s- let's go through it. Let's go through real quick. We will go through it. it. Okay. There's uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Please. Andrea Riseborough for uh, To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yao for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Kathy, why don't you go first? <laughs> all right. First of all, Michelle Yao is just a goddess, number yeah. one. And I've loved her since Jackie Chan. She's oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad she's got this huge starring role in this film as getting recognized for being this great actress. Is it the best thing I think she's ever done? No, not necessarily. But I do feel like she broke through again, like like um, broke through the noise, kind of like a uh, short round. <laughs> yeah. I know we're all afraid to say because we're going to short round. But I feel like she also, her, their relationship really, since that was what it was about, I think that was really powerful and they made it work. Even though I feel like it was, it was more spectacle than needed to be almost like I wanted to see more of them and less of spectacle, less of Jamie Lee Curtis basically. And more right. of them. Cause I thought they were really touching and great. I mean, the opening scene where they're just sort of going about their lives, I thought was really touching and great. So I'm voting for her just because I love Michelle. Yeoh. I, you know, whether she was the best, best performance, I mean, probably Kate Blanchett was probably the best performance I think, but I, I feel like Michelle Yeoh deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to I have to go do something. Darwin is asking me for something. I don't know what he wants, but oh, I think he wants to go outside. He wants to talk to you about Michelle Yeoh. So, yeah, Kate Blanchett, I would go with. Um, I almost yeah. always go with her. She's um, I think she's the best actress of whatever generation she's. Yes. she's I guess she's my generation. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I, thought she, I mean, she is that movie. I mean, really. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of everything everywhere all at once. So, I mean, I thought she was Michelle. Yeah, I thought all the actors were very committed in that film. I have nothing yeah. against the actors. It's just, it's that's more the filmmakers um, yeah. than, they, than any of the performances. But I'll talk about that. I'll give my speech, my actual speech. <laughs> we're getting a little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I also thought she was fantastic playing Spielberg's mom and the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anna Darmus, I mean, for a movie that's really wretched and really kind of <laughs> awful and unwatchable, she was pretty good. Um, <laughs> it, pretty good. That must be like a fuck you to everybody. If uh, I apologize for the salty language. <laughs> no, we're about <laughs> to be salty. That's our channel. <laughs> okay, good, good. And then, uh, yeah, like if she won, but yeah, Kate Blanchett to me was just the powerhouse. I tell you. Yeah. I uh, I think Kate uh, Blanchett uh, will win. Uh, uh, my side thought she was unbelievable. She was the movie. The movie I didn't love the movie, but she's one of those. The performance was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll give a shout out to, uh, to that movie, to, to Leslie, Andrea Riseborough, who w- won't win. But I don't know if you've seen that, but that was quite a performance. I mean, it was, you know, a top performance. If the movie had some buzz, she'd probably get a better chance of winning. But I'm going to go with Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, for sure, I think is going to win. Well, two Leslie is the controversial Oscar. Yeah, but that? still, yeah. the performance is incredible. Yeah. What's the deal with that? I mean, just briefly, what what was there one up? Oh, there was some like a you know, there's some sort of insider sort of uh, manipulation oh, to get her <laughs> to get her to be nominated. You know, like she shouldn't yeah. have been nominated. Somebody so something like I didn't. I think something about her husband is kind of some kind of studio person or something. And he was calling all his friends to vote for her or something like that. Something so it like was a little that. cheesy. It was yeah, a, little a little cheesy and maybe she shouldn't be on there, but I thought I was impressed by the performance. That's, that's probably why Burke is, you know, doesn't even watch these shows because it's just, he knows it's all, you know, rigged. <laughs> it's all rigged. <laughs> right? I mean, it's rigged. Let's do an insurrection down to the Academy Museum. Oh God. No, yeah. I don't want to, no, I wasn't trying to sound Trump in my way. <laughs> and, Michelle, and Michelle Williams was really good in a very kind of, you know, not difficult role, but uh, an interesting role. Uh, we'll talk about the Fablemans, but yeah, she yeah, was quite yeah. good, but she won't win. Um, no. I don't think. Oops. All right. So uh, we're kind of like, you know, see the Kate Blanchett or Michelle Yao for best actress. Um, I'm going to go with Michelle Yeoh because I just love her from from years and years ago yeah. from the from the Hong Kong action films that she used to do. She's so good. She was so likable in those films she was like this young spunky cop you know that was out there um on a motorcycle jumping off of a bus and falling (laughs) off of a car and into the traffic and jump you know and she was and still is um expert martial arts and just physically physically a presence in films and you can tell that she does um she's one of those people that puts like a I've worked on sets for most of my life. I know there's a certain kind of performer who puts 10,000% when they show up. And you can just tell by a person's performance in a film. I see when I see her in a film, you know, in the Jackie Chan films and in this one too, I can tell that she's one of those people. And I, I know that's why everybody loves her and everybody talks about her so glowingly, you know, yeah. the production um she she's got she she shows that in her in her presence in the film and i think that's a that's a inspiring kind of presence even when you sort of don't like her in the film she's 100% present in the film and i think i think that's a an excellent quality but just as importantly the ai version of her crunched all the numbers and algorithms in the internet and came up with the the answer that <laughs> That she'll win the Oscar. That's right. We now know. Yes. <laughs> I pulled it from the ether. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, right. do you want to go um, director? Best director? Let's do that. Yeah. Sure. Good call. All right. Let's do it. All right. So the best director, uh, we've got Martin McDonough for uh, The Banshees. We've got Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Uh, Todd Field for Tar. Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness, and the two Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I've seen all these. Yeah, I've yeah. seen all of them too. So, I've seen them all. I refuse to see Triangle of Sadness because the trailer just made me so nauseous. I couldn't deal with it at all. Uh, <laughs> so I, but I hear it's really good, so maybe I just need to skip the opening scene or something. I just know. watched it last night. I watched it last <laughs> night too, Jeff. So go ahead. Tell, tell, what's, your, what's your take, best director? Uh, 
Oh, best uh, Fablemans. I mean, it's my favorite film of the year. Um, I, I I know a lot of people. Oh, Spielberg. He says Valentine to cinema. He's yeah, just doing yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I I love Steven Spielberg. He's probably the reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here yeah. talking to you guys because yeah. you know just seeing Raiders Lost Ark when I was a kid yeah. just made me like you know just so passionately in love with the cinema. And this is him showing his passionate love for the cinema, cinema as um, a way of dealing with trauma and a way of dealing with mm-hmm. heartbreak and um, your fears and terrors. I thought, I mean, and the you know the expose on his family it was just i thought it was really moving i watched it uh, with my two ladies my my fiance on one side and my daughter on the other and you know my daughter you know i'm divorced so i was affecting her and she's wants to be a filmmaker and mm-hmm. lizzie there's a lot of anti-semitism that it deals with in the movie and that was you know there was just uh, it was it was wonderful i loved That's it great I, I give it to him just for that yeah. i, I- I'll okay. go next. I I agree with you. I loved it too for all the reasons you just said, Jeff. I just and I think yeah. he just deserves it. I just uh, you know it was also very raw. Like I was you know Spielberg. You think it might be a little on the rosier side, but the screenplay is really delves into family you know drama and traumatic stuff in a very real way and so i thought the the screenplay by tony kushner was also superb so uh, i'm i'm pulling for the i'm pulling for spielberg to win it i just david lynch Lynch is john ford in the end how great is that i know know. (laughs) that's so fantastic (laughs) that's a real that's the thing that happened The ending of the movie, the young Spielberg goes in to work, you know, he's going to go work for Hogan's Heroes. And the guy goes, you know, the the producer of Hogan's Heroes goes, you don't want to be in TV. You want to be in movies, right? (laughs) So he goes, come across the street, come across the uh, office. And then he goes in there and he meets, uh, you know, his uh, idol, John Ford. And David Lynch plays him so well. (laughs) It was so funny. I mean, it was amazing. I, uh. I thought it was an incredible film. It probably is my favorite, but I feel like Spielberg's had so much recognition, so many awards. I just feel like let's give it to someone who has not had that yet. So I'm doing everything everywhere all at once because I just feel like that it just has the zeitgeist going right now. Um, I do feel like SS Rajamouli was completely snubbed and fucked over by this category because he he should have been nominated for this because he did something really special with the film that broke through so many barriers and so many categories. Yeah. And uh, he easily, he would be my, my pick for um, best director easily. Um, but since he's not nominated, <laughs> which is bullshit, How I'm going to go with the Daniels, even okay. though I feel like Spielberg ultimately, see, I'm very conflicted because I feel like Spielberg kind of deserves it, but he, he gets so many. He, and he ah, gets all just... my most favorite films of all time. And he draws, yeah. and I, I love him. He, like you said, my intro to movies, I loved him so much. He, and his, he resonated, like you said, with the fact of de- using movies to deal with, you know, things in your life, which I did definitely. And that's why it's my, still my church, you know, <laughs> films. Yeah, it's all yeah. Spielberg. So maybe I'm changing my vote to favorite ones. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of torn between both. I mean, I'd like to see a film that has more diversity win um, for once, you know, like it just, this just doesn't happen for those directors. Uh, I'd like to see that, but at the same time, you know, Spielberg is my guy. So I'm going to vote for both of them. <laughs> I'm and, not going to uh, make a choice. Don't make me choose. I and, the vote. <laughs> and, and Burke, what about, what's the ether say to you? I'm well, sorry. I've actually seen all of these movies. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of them. Um, You've seen everything everywhere all at once. Yes, I saw everything everywhere all yeah. at once. That's, yeah. <laughs> there you so go. So all, all of them except for the four that I that I haven't seen. So um, no, I, I totally agree with Steven Spielberg being the sort of demigod of, of film. You know, mm-hmm. he's one of the ones that, you know, we still have among yeah. us that that is from that that period when I was really discovering how films get made and yeah. And what they can do to you, and you know, when a new Steven Spielberg movie came out, and when I was starting to really dive into film, I've always loved films, but yeah. when you start getting into how they're made, and the 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 thing that made me want to get into films and making right. films and yeah. the production of them, that came from folks like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and that era of people george lucas doesn't make movies anymore and you know francis ford coppola is still there but and he's still making movies but um spielberg is still in your face you know 
the movies that Coppola makes are these personal things that they don't get talked about very much. You know, these, his new one, his, his new one's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but people, there's a lot of movies that people, you say the name of the movie and they're like, oh, I've never heard of that movie. It's like, well, it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola, you know, yeah. but, but Spielberg, every time a movie, he still has that thing where every movie that he makes comes out and it is huge and beloved and, you know, yeah. sometimes, but um, everything everywhere all at once, I think is going to sweep, you know, I so, think so I think they're going to get it because they've, they've been out there doing all the press junkets and the, and everybody who sort of has their finger on the pulse of the universe, the way I do. Who <laughs> sees all the films? <laughs> yeah. The, you know, that, that pipeline to the American psyche, you know, I'm, I'm right there. I have a, I have a little tap on it that I just direct in, but that's how I know everything. But, um, that's good. Well, yeah. we'll have to but ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to watch them. No, I just you don't. know. <laughs> but no, I think it's, I think, you know, just my guess, my just, my vague guess is I think the Daniels are going to take this too. All right. Um, I think we should right. go to song now. We waited let's long enough. Best, let's go to best song. Let's go to let's the best, go to best song, song category. Yeah, let's check it All out. All right. Definitely so Lady Gaga. I just think she, she works so hard. No, just <laughs> So we've got, um, I applause mean. from Tell Like a Woman. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I can't read who the musical lyrics are. You'll have to. Diane uh, Warren. Okay. Hold I'm My like, Hand like, oh. from Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And Not To Not To from RRR. And This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. All right. So. Uh, Real quick before we do that, I just want to show you, I went to the uh, RRR special screening at the ace and here is the response to not to not to in the audience i did a little quick uh, video I mean, what other song gets that? No, no, no. <laughs> and you couldn't see, but down on the floor, everyone was in the aisles dancing at, during that song, and that was insane. So he listened. Did the sad. bad guys fall down and <laughs> defeat? Everyone's a good guy in the audience. <laughs> yeah, and it was great because also during that, uh, the composer MM, how do I say his last name? I can't remember. Um, he, Kiravani. Uh, Kir Kiravani. Uh, MM Kiravani. When he. Uh, came on stage he talked about you know writing the music for the score and the songs and um he goes let's do a hum along to the main friendship theme and he just started doing a hum, hum. whole audience started humming along knowing the song and it was just like oh my god this is insane so there's no way this can't win there's is it's just a phenomenon <laughs> it's like a rocky horror almost like you know yeah. in, a, in a different way it's like this is audience participation and the dancing you see everybody's uh, taking this not to not to dance and they're da and doing some great renditions of it with the full suspenders and you know the tie over the shoulder and all that sort of stuff Dang. so it's really fun and it's and just great kathy for that got in there she was in the uh <laughs> awards she was actually if you I look it up Kathy is in there and she got a full screen of her doing the Natu Natu dance. They did a promo for the Hollywood Critics Association. They pulled yeah. a bunch of stuff off TikTok and YouTube of people doing the Natu Natu dance um, across the world, like everywhere. And these people were choreographed. These people were good. It was like they'd seen it streaming. They practiced. I'm putting this as my caveat for not having but Kathy, you were the first one. I was the, the first United person States. in America to do it. Yeah. I'm pretty you're like, sure. You're, you're, you're like the steamboat Willie of the Natu Natu dance. Yeah. States, you know, so I came out just did a quick you know uh, trying to dance like not do not do and we put our our youtube channel i guess they pulled it from there so you see all this grid of people dancing and all of a sudden full screen there i am <laughs> <laughs> big dark but you know there was that you get out of there you just want to do it i mean yeah you know, it's a three hour over three hours and i still was thinking about that song when i left i wanted to hear it again it's like how do i find the song like i just wanted to do something with that song and i i'm not a dancer i'm not a singer but damn that song got me well that's the <laughs> definition of a movie song you know if yeah. a song in a movie yeah. it's usually it's a it's something in the old I, re I remember in the 80s it was a big thing at the end credits you know they would put some horrible <laughs> you know some some <laughs> thanks mom bad 
<laughs> some bad pop song from the 80s you know that sort of that really dates uh, an 80s film where at the end you know it'll be like a journey song or something or, and well, some of them are great though like the end of tootsie i, I love that song yeah well some are some have worked but you know there's there's a lot some of them work. I mean, it was a, it was kind of a trend you know to put the pop song at the end because they just yeah. wanted to sell the pop song but um having a song be literally a part of the story you know like a a part of the of the drama it's a it's a scene the song and the dance is a scene in the film you know it, yeah. it's um it, yeah you know, it was made part of the film yeah yeah i think it's gonna win just because yeah. of all the buzz and also i you know everybody, everybody kind of knows it and even people like rrr you know we saw it like whatever well over a year ago but then it got this incredible worldwide resurgence mm -hmm. and it was on netflix and people started discovering it i know jeff you watched it maybe a month or so ago and you loved the exuberance of the film correct yeah we'll talk about it yeah um well, for one thing, if I tried to do that dance, I'd have a stroke on the spot. There's no yeah, reason. pretty much. It's no <laughs> it it's seems like, almost impossible to do. Like I'm watching it, yeah. they, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I've you know, so I've seen a lot of films, um, but for whatever reason, I was always intimidated to um, uh, venture into Bollywood. I just I didn't have like a proper guide, I guess, and I didn't mm -hmm. even know like know where to start. I've seen like a lot of the social dramas in India, but never like the really colorful musical fantasies of Bollywood. So mm -hmm. RRR was really the first one I, I watched. And uh, I first streamed it a few months ago and I wasn't sure what to expect. I kind of had an idea what to expect. I, you know, I'm familiar with Bollywood, you know. Uh, That's a good way to see it, I think. Yeah. And uh, I was, the, the I mean, from right off the bat, I was, I was into it. But man, that, that first sequence where he goes into that giant crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Right. <laughs> like how I was did completely mesmerized yeah. by um, just the scale of it. I didn't care how much of it was like digital and how it, it didn't even matter because it was yeah. just the, the color and geometry and just epicness of it. And just this yeah. go like no holds barred, totally going for broke cinema to a complete a hundred percent conviction in, in its own mythology. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Somehow like mixing pure awe with like total absurdity and working yeah. completely well in tandem together. I just thought it was amazing. And I immediately showed Lizzie, my fiance and my daughter, Layla. Layla loves not to, not to. We went to go see in the theater <laughs> last weekend. It's just a regular AMC screening. It wasn't even like a, like a big event with the director there. Like you know, the one Kathy went to, which looked awesome by the way. Um, <laughs> It was just like a regular screening on a Saturday night. This film's been out for a year in America, a Bollywood film. And everyone was like clapping along and stomping along to that song. And <laughs> it, 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 that film is a miracle. And I personally think it is like the biggest, craziest oversight. Um, yeah. Oscar. yeah. I don't even understand how it was overlooked, even in the foreign I language know. section or anything like best picture. <laughs> yeah. How could that film not be nominated? Such I like think a, there's some prejudice against Indian filmmaking in general, whether yeah, it's Bollywood or Hollywood. I mean, it made such a mark. It's a turning point for Bollywood's international recognition in Hollywood. So how could it not be nominated? It's shocking to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's, but you know, it's like we did have a Korean film that did really well at the Oscars. So I, I wonder if the, the Academy was just some sort of, you know, secret cabal inside the Academy saying we got to we got to veer back towards American stuff, you know, and because we've already given, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's but all. But there's a German film in the top, you know, was best. Yeah. Film, all quiet. Yeah. So that, you know, it's well, they had Netflix um, behind it because it was their film and they promoted it and they promoted oh. it on an American platform. See, the thing with the Indian uh, film is that India has to has to send in their entry for the gotcha. international gotcha. film. Gotcha. So right, they send right. in a different film. They send in, and it looked like a good film about. Oh, it. okay. Yeah. So oh. it was a smaller film. It was kind of like a cinema paradiso type movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I forget what it was called. Mark, we did a review of the. Yeah, um, I remember the trailer it, for that. It looked really good. Someone here probably knows some of it. But uh, so they didn't. They India itself didn't nominate RR, even though they probably would have won. 
a lot more. Yeah. So, so. It, it became a, a campaign of goodwill of people just writing in the vote for other categories that it wasn't nominated in, which right. is the song. Right. But I feel like he still should have gotten director. He still should have gotten best picture nomination, especially with oh, 10. Easily, easily, easily. But the um, thing is, yes, you're right, Sonny. There is a prejudice against Indian films, but this film broke through. Like, there's a lot of uh, prejudice yeah, yeah. against Indian films, but but all of a sudden it was like, I don't think people even knew they were being prejudiced. So when they saw this, it was like opening a doorway of like, yeah. holy shit, Indian cinema? How did yeah. I not know about this? And we were almost one of them because I saw Bahubali one and two, one of my first films, which was films he directed previously. And I was like, oh my God, they're magical. Like if yeah. you want to see more films like RRR and it's not quite as insane as that, but they still have that huge, you know, uh, spectacle, everything on the screen like just like you said full-on filmmaking just no holds barred yeah um, and so you see that inspiration in our you know that for our our even though i almost would argue bahubali films might be almost a little better because they're grounded in like a fantasy world so all of that stuff totally made sense but i right. mean i love our i thought it was just incredible large but at the same time as you know as as you know free and liberated as that cinema was it was still like the storytelling was very fluid and that's my problem mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're all at once i could not follow it up yeah. right and left up or down but like this this film was very fluid it reminded me of like something that cecil b demille would have done if he was born now yeah. and like yeah it was so just yeah yeah it's a touchstone movie it really is yeah i really don't think america is prejudiced against indian films the people in america if they see this movie they're going to love it they're going to yeah. be stomping and, and they are it. loving it and people but... are american people love this film if they, they get to see it yeah. the people who are prejudiced against indian films are the people who control what you see you know <laughs> it's the the people that yeah that do the you know that that own the stuff and you know they have the, the money masters. and all that yeah the puppet master you know <laughs> yeah. i think what's what's interesting is that people generally sort of win in in these things and people are finding a way to see this movie and you know it's like when when the people find a way to see something or to experience something and it's popular with the people. Then the then those puppet masters start seeing dollar signs in that, and then they start saying, "Oh, okay, we love Indian films. Here's more." Yeah. You know, so the people have to be the ones that speak first. You know, yeah. And I think people are speaking. I think people, the Oscars. You know, who, who cares really what what wins and loses in the Oscars? I mean, I don't. But. Um, the people are the people are going to go see what's good, and they're going to not go see what's bad. So that's how it works. Well, people well, see lots of bad shit. <laughs> yeah. So well, I yeah. think I, so. I think it's pretty fair to say that not to not to we, uh, is our prediction yeah. to win that. Well, so, yeah, I guess there were uh, some other songs nominated. <laughs> yeah, and they're not, not going to win. So Rihanna uh, has like every saying Rihanna might because she I guess she did some performance of the song that uh, was a big deal. But I just feel like if you <sighs> enough people no, that's, not, <laughs> it's not, it's, that's just it's it so commercial sometimes it feels sort of stale this doesn't feel stale I yeah and the, and, and the top gun lady gaga song is like one tenth as good as the berlin song. oh my god yeah. <laughs> or even yeah. danger zone by kenny loggins right so i have this little clip from the um hollywood critics association just to toot my horn a little bit more <laughs> and it's a good way to kind of send off this uh this um Category. song category because it's you know okay so we'll just we'll take a look at this real quick this is what this song is doing right Yay! <laughs> and there's where is that me and Mark? Where's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was very proud that it got to be the big reveal after they show the stars again. So yeah. There yeah, very good. But sorry. And those two lead actors have the best chemistry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So and I also saw okay, this is also <laughs> um so I think it was interesting too, and this leads into maybe we should talk about best actor, but um, Ron Sharon, who did you're talking about that opening scene that was so, and also Junior NTR was insane, yeah. But um, and like you said, too great charisma. So you know, Ron Sharon's been doing the circuit 
Like he's yeah. here for the award season. And yeah. also now it's like, there's this big announcement. He's been cast in a big Hollywood film. He's talking about wanting to work with like, you know, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and all the, the big stars. Right. And uh, he goes, who doesn't want to be in a Hollywood film? And it's like, this guy is destined. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just, he's so good. He's so chiseled and perfect for a Hollywood film. I mean, it's <laughs> when you, and there's a picture of like him standing with like uh JJ Abrams recently. There was a photo of him staying with him. Like, well, there's J.J. Abrams next film. <laughs> so we got yeah. him cast already. So I'm really glad to see. Now we're going to see uh, hopefully more Indians cast in films like this because people are going, wow. It's like it's commercial. It's successful. And unfortunately, they're thinking about it like a business that will get people cast when they see a big successful film like this. They'll go, hey, we should get some of the stars in our movies. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Marvel's already going after some of the, the actors in RR. Yes, yeah, well, they should. I mean, yeah. they are. All right, so we have the best picture. Are we ready? Let's do yeah, best ready for picture. best picture. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me get it up here. Okay, let's see. Star Green. Well, it's you want me to read them this time? Uh, the nominees are oops. All Quiet on the Western Front, <laughs> Avatar, yeah. The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin. I don't, that's probably wrong. Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans. Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Okay. Um, shall I lead off? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I know. I'll, first of all, All Quiet. I loved, but it should be best. It should be in the best foreign film category. I, I really think it should be there. I yeah. thought it was a great war film, uh, but it. I don't think it should be in this category. I just don't agree with what the Academy is doing with that. Um, top Gun was fun. I don't know why it's on the top 10 list. I liked it, but I it saved the box office. Right. I know. Okay. Absolutely. There's some of that. I think just like, yeah. Just yeah. Right. yeah. Um, Elvis won't win. Elvis yeah. won't win because of the Boz Lerman thing. Everything uh, probably will. But I was uh, thinking of the Tom Hanks thing. But <laughs> yeah, oh, Avatar I didn't see. Women talking I didn't see. My uh, I really liked Triangle of Sadness. I thought that was really impressive. I like Banshees, but I'm going to go with the Fablemans because I just think it was the best film I saw this year. Although I loved All Quiet, but I think it should be in a different category. So I'm going with Spielberg, the Fablemans, to win. Whether they, whether it does or not, who knows? So that's my vote. I think we know everything everywhere all at once is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just has all the momentum. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it might not. It does have a lot of detractors, you know. But yeah. isn't there like movies that have a momentum and then they get shut out and people. Yeah. yeah times possible because there's, there are a lot of, probably a lot of older uh, viewers, especially just cannot get on board with this film. Yeah, um, that's just, true. Yeah. And it's just the storytelling, yeah. the, the razzle dazzle, nonstop frenetic yeah. cutting, I, I thought the office building was kind of blase. It was half of it was set in. Um, yeah. I did I did like I did like one scene a lot though in it, and that's the scene where they came back as rocks on a planet. That right. was really funny. <laughs> yeah, the film quieted down for just a moment, and I could yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> you know, just and it was just that nonstop. It was like listening to a speed metal album from beginning to end. Yeah. <laughs> with no ballads it was just you know, <laughs> so that was my problem with that movie it's just man my brain could not keep up with it i mean maybe it's me but um top gun maverick i agree it's i think there's this love for that film yeah. for it, it really did save the theater going experience in, yeah. in a lot of ways and and the, i mean the flight scenes were incredible in it i mean it, it, it was a lot of fun i mean it's a top yeah. And the, I, the commitment of making the actors actually fly. In those yeah, yeah, the commitment of that is really impressive. Part of me always wants to hate Top Gun because it's like this jingoistic yeah. flag waving kind of, you right. know, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, frat boy kind of thing. But but I have to admit, I always am, you know, I, I like the first film. I like this one. I guess I, I like the cheesy music in it. And it's Tom Cruise does have a, a charisma about him, always will. Um, Banshees, I thought the photography was lovely, the performances were great. I thought it kind of suffocated from its own allegory at the end. It just became yeah. too on the nose um, with you know, what it's trying to do with, with you know, the, the political situation in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, Triangle of Sadness I just saw last night. Um, I really did enjoy that film, actually. I thought the, the, social, the, the class satire was a little too on the nose, but mm -hmm. it was really imaginative, and I really thought all the characters were really fun to watch. And yeah. So I do recommend that film. All Quiet Western Front. I'm just going through my little list right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find out the front. Um, I thought it had incredible battle scenes. Some of the best I've actually ever seen in the movie. I thought the, the war scenes were traumatic, mm -hmm. terrifying to watch. 
Um, other than that, I think I still like the original 1930 film, which won the first sound film to win the best Oscar more. Yeah. I thought the, the characters were a little richer in that film, a little more relatable. Although I did like the fact that this one was finally set in German, you know, which is what the, yeah. the novel is. Avatar, I really enjoy. I know it's not hip to like it. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> take some psychedelics, go, go see. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, half of it is like a, a really trippy, like nature film. It's in the swimming yeah. ocean. It's, you know, with the 3D, like in Dolby Vision, it, it is very transportative. I, I, I totally dug it. I, I enjoyed it. I know it's like totally the environmental themes are so obvious and all this and that, but I like the Avatar movies. Um, Elvis, we talked about car we talked about um women talking is the only one i did not see so i feel bad i didn't the thing about that film i don't like how it looks it's that desaturated like yeah. 20 yeah, there's no color in that film and, <laughs> there's no color yeah, i must I'm have not, color in my film well, yeah. sure, I, I don't like all that de- it's like something from like the year 2000 like just so taking all yeah. the color out it's all just blue and gray and just bleak looking and yeah i'm nothing against women talking but uh you know i should talk but <laughs> Uh, yeah, so men vote, talking yeah yeah, yeah men talk women talk it doesn't matter but uh but fablemans is is my favorite for the reasons i said earlier i hope it wins but it won't yeah i know i i feel like it's a 50 50 chance i i feel like you know like you said like it's such a love letter to hollywood when i first saw it i'm like this is it and then when I saw everything everywhere all at once, and then I, I heard all, all the momentum, and I loved Michelle Yeoh, and all. I was like, "Oh, this might." Yeah. So I can't decide: are they going to go the route of momentum? Are they going to go the route of nostalgia and and love? And you know, it's it's all about. I don't know what it's all about. It's one thing to predict who's going to win, you know, versus what your favorite. Yeah. Like is. your heart tells you what yeah. you want to win. I'm always going to struggle what I want to win and what I think will win. So we're here. I'm making predictions, not necessarily saying what I right. want to win all the time. Right. I mean, right. Michelle Yeoh, I want her to win and I, I hope <laughs> she wins. I think she has a good chance in this film. I, in this, I, I, I want everything all. I think everything all, everywhere all at once will win, but I I would also be happy if Fablemans won. I, I'm sort of in between all the other movies. I don't even think they're even within involved earshot of this. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I'd agree. Especially you know like weird stuff like I don't know, Top Gun. Just I mean again like we said, he, it saved the box office. Yay, thank you. It'll win tech awards. I think they'll give it a lot of tech awards, you know, but I don't think it's going to win best picture. I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I saw Elvis, Top Gun, and the Black Phone in the same day while my daughter was at Disneyland. <laughs> so it was like a triple fit. Uh, and uh, I like the other two films more than Top Gun, but that was just me. Um, all right, Brick, how about you? Well, I, you know, I don't know. I'm The thing is, I'm so bad at predicting. I was always the, the dead loser of all Academy Awards no, I'm not contests and whatever. Let my heart lead. <laughs> I, you know, a thing that I always think, oh, it's going to sweep all of them, you know, because of the buzz or whatever. I could be totally wrong about that. Everything, everywhere, all at once seems like one of those movies. But then I can actually imagine them getting snubbed. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. something else yeah. like tar sweeping everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could it could go either way. I can't predict these things. I never have been able to. It's weird. But like... Like everybody else, I think um, if I was, if I have to, if I have to bet, like if I have to put real money on this, I would say everything Jeff everywhere is. all Jeff at once. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> put my house. Well, $100 for every wrong answer. Well, the house <laughs> is for yeah, the best yeah, picture if you're wrong. Put the landlord's house. <laughs> yeah, best yeah. picture you have to give us your house. That's just why. You, you need to work Find that a out. Contract. You probably don't yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking all in triangle and sadness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I, you I, know, I, I can make a prediction as much as I love uh, I love Avatar stuff too. I, I haven't seen this new one, but I, I like the first one. It's it's I a do. little bit hooky, but that's kind of what it is, you know. And it, it is like you said, it's just a beautiful, overwhelming world building experience when you watch those Avatar films and things like that. I love a good you know transformative kind of like 
disorienting. When you come out of the theater, you feel like, oh, I'm back in the real world, you know? Yeah, that's how I feel about them. They're just really but, here, Here's my thing about, I only saw the first one, and my thing about Avatar <laughs> is I love James Cameron as a filmmaker, but I don't want him to spend the rest of the life underwater right. doing these movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, oh, he, can you make it. a smaller, kind of cool, I mean, I, I he could do Cameron other doesn't things. do small. He said oh, he might make one film in between all the Avatar films about Hiroshima. I hope so. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Well, okay. I, I would like something different. That's all. <laughs> Look, yeah. Mark has spoken. Mark has spoken. Hello. Yes. <laughs> don't make but nine I think, Avatar films, please. <laughs> but I think movies like that don't tend to win. You know, like yeah, no, they yeah. don't really tend to win the award. The awards are won by things that I think are, you know. It'll win most. a lot of tech awards, Burke. I mean, it's going to win tons yeah, of special Probably win. Yeah. It's going to clean up yeah. on all that stuff. Or I think that's awards. a lot of time. And I know it's not, again, not high mind, but I do feel like people feel better for themselves if they go, okay, Cameron, we don't really think it's best picture, but we'll give you all this other shit. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. it's up for production design. You know, production design is something that I'm glad there's a category for because yeah. um, that's the departments that I work in the orbit of. And, um, you know, that production production design is important to me so who are yeah. you predicting well for the for the for the uh, best picture i'm gonna say that yeah. i'm gonna still say everything everywhere all at once sweeps yeah. the okay the whole thing because that's the feel-good buzz film wow. but i could yeah. be wrong yeah well i think um I think we're in consensus. A lot of things, you know, I think yeah. overall, you know, I look at this year and uh, I say, you know, was this a strong year for best picture or Oscars? Or I always think there's a lot of great films that are overlooked. My, my, my yeah, favorites aren't on these, on this list or one or two might be, but that's just the way it always is for me. So I can yeah. never tell, was this a strong week, a year? Or was this a weak year? It's never Oscars and I don't jive a hundred percent. So that's just the way it is. But yeah. it's always interesting to see how, you know, who wins. And uh, it's great to the get feature documentaries is a pretty strong category. I've seen three of those. Oh, and, should we take a look at those then real quick? Yeah, I can briefly. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 um, I do want to, before we leave Best Picture, I do want to shout out for uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. I hadn't seen it until yeah. Mark told me to watch it. And uh, I was thinking it was, you know, I mean, it is depressing. It's a horrible situation, but what a great movie. The ten, the, ten, the the scene where the tanks show up, you know, like yeah, you know, that, that was harrowing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the music and the, the feeling. Score, I think, should win. It was yes. score. was unbelievable. Music was so beautiful. good. Just Although, bad. also in that category, I just want to give a shout out to the film EO by Jerzy Skolomowski, which is also up against that in foreign language oh. film. I think it's oh. a really, really powerful, really sad film. It actually made me hate my fellow human beings because it's all about <laughs> the world through the eyes of a donkey. And for oh, some reason this year, there's so much donkey trauma in cinema. See, I that's why I, I have become yeah. because There's a donkey who's tortured in EO. There's a donkey who dies in Banshee's Adventure. There's even Terrible. donkeys in the in the in the Balney, the uh, the documentary you're about to talk about. Yeah. But EO is a great film, so that's the other one I would consider as the best foreign language film. And I also want to put in just I I think Triple R should win Best Picture. It should have won because when I saw that movie originally i was like this is what hollywood wants to make it wants to make spectacle it wants yeah. to make beauty it wants to make something that gets people out of their seats it it, it clearly was in love with like filmmaking it gave oh, yeah. so many things i've never seen before and and it was edited so beautifully that no matter what the chaos what was going on screen you always knew where you were in the space what was happening the flow of the scene was beautiful it was just such virtuoso filmmaking it should have been best picture. I mean, yes, these other films are good, but I feel like if you're talking about chaos and filmmaking, everything area all at once, I think looks like a pale contender next to RR, especially yeah. when you talk about the entertainment value. So that's just my get off. Because like they actually follow the story in RRR. Yes, <laughs> the RRR had an actual story and some central characters really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I just feel like that should that was a pure everything Hollywood wants to be and make is in RRR. It's like just gorgeous, beautiful filmmaking. Yeah. So just going to say that now we'll go to documentary filmmaking. Just okay. a, little, a little bonus before we say, yeah, I had to do it. Just, yeah, 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 just a few, just briefly. Yeah. Um, right. Documentaries don't get enough love. We'll talk about that. All that. Yeah, reads. Yeah, which ones have you seen? Uh, so I'll be beating the bloodshed, which is about the photographer, Nan Golden. And, mm -hmm. uh, so she, she's, you know, she was involved in the, in like the punk rock scene in the late seventies, yeah. early eighties, a lot of incredible photography work. 
Um, and then later on in life, she waged a campaign um, against the Sackler family, who pushes so much of the pharmaceuticals in this country. So she puts on all like all this performance art and really um, got all their names because they're huge donors to like a lot of the art galleries and all the major museums around the world. Mm -hmm. So she got their names all stripped from those museums. And mm -hmm. it's just about her processing her trauma um, through her art and then later through her activism. It's a great documentary. Um, Fire of Love is, I mean, watch that one in the, in the theaters. It's uh, these two geologists, they're a married couple and they go out exploring every volcanic eruption around the world um mm. they actually die at the end of it because they you know they i mean they go right to the mouth of a volcano with all the erupting red lava and his dream is to sail down a lava river in a canoe it's oh, they're, they're totally crazy but like they're <laughs> uh, but they die doing exactly what they love they were totally in love it's it's mm. pretty sweet actually i i like oh. fire love and and navalny um you know, it's just it's an important film it's yeah. you know yeah if you have any issues with how Vladimir Putin is conducting himself in the world. It's a, uh, it, it, it's harrowing to walk, especially his return to Russia where he knows he's going to be arrested saying goodbye to his family and all that. Uh, so it's, it's very, I mean, that film's probably going to win. I think yeah. it's a geopolitical the climate. situation, but, um, yeah. but all three of those are really strong films, really strong documentary. I'm reading and this, I feel like I'm going through like everything Indian, but I, all that breeze, anything with animals, like if it has to do with animal, you know, all the breeze is about this, uh, these people that run a bird hospital basically. And oh, it's so yeah. sensitive and beautiful. And do that. it just gives me chills to think about. It. I'm just always really impressed by people who take the small things in life and make it their life's work. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Of course, you know, the, you know, Russia and what's going on there. I mean, it makes sense for that film to win, but, um, it's just sort of triggering for me to even think about watching that film. So I was like, ah, I mean, he's an oh, amazing yeah. person. Yeah, but yeah. I also like people who are just doing the little battles like that. Yeah. So I'm yeah. you know, it, again, elephant whispers and all the breeze are, are what I, because I have an animal thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I'll say about documentaries, like you can see all five of those because they're totally five different so things. It's yeah. so hard to put them in a category, Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but they're all great to watch. Yeah. And that, you know, and I want to see all those. I I've just seen the elephant whisperer, which was just such a sweet film and so, so touching. Good. Uh, but I want to see the other ones that uh, that are on that list. Yeah, definitely. So thanks for thanks for you know let's check that one out. So, right. well, this was fun. We kind of went through yeah. it, you know, and uh, and hopefully people sort of uh, uh, you know thanks for everybody okay. chiming in. And uh, does anybody in, in the audience have any questions for us? Just off topic, anything you want to ask Jeff? Like, how do you do film restoration? How does that work? <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> How do I get started in film Anything we may not answer, but you can ask us anything. Uh, no, okay, no questions. No questions. <laughs> no, everybody has their favorite films and what yeah. should win. Yeah, overall, oh, yeah, yeah. that's just that's part yeah. of everything. But um, it was really fun, Jeff. Don't go anywhere. We'll we'll say oh. goodbye. And, right, sure, uh, sure. But thanks very much, everybody, for, you guys. for you. checking us out, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. See you at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.